Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Welcome back to the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. If you've travelled long distances by plane, then you'll appreciate the hard time that jet lag can give you. By shifting time zones quicker than the body's internal clock is used to, we wake up at strange times, can't sleep when we want to, and often feel sick, irritable, or just really tired. Many people have different ways to try and reduce the effects of jet lag, but there's no easy answer. In an effort to understand the problems more, scientists from San Diego have been working on jet lag, but on hamsters. They simulated the same effects that we would have from flying long distances by restricting the time and frequencies that hamsters were allowed to sleep, and found similar effects in hamsters as with people. Admittedly, it's hard to imagine where this research on hamsters and jet lag would go, especially as there aren't many hamster frequent flyers. But at least we know that we're not alone in feeling lousy after a long flight. One of the concepts of the Big Bang theory that created our universe is that there were equal amounts of matter and antimatter. And that they were separated from each other at the time of the Big Bang, 14 billion years ago. The problem is that we've not been able to find any antimatter to prove the theory. However, scientists have been able to create tiny amounts of antimatter in the form of antihydrogen in the laboratory. Just as a hydrogen atom is made of a positively charged proton and a negatively charged electron, an anti-hydrogen atom is made of a negatively charged anti-proton and a positively charged positron. Physicists at CERN, the European Particle Physics Laboratory near Geneva, have managed to make and hold dozens of anti-hydrogen atoms for a fraction of a second, which is far longer than ever before. That still doesn't prove the theory of the Big Bang, but it does help our ongoing understanding of particle physics. The idea of being able to see around corners sounds just as crazy as having X-ray vision, but scientists are actually working on a new type of camera that can see around corners. Experts at MIT in the United States are using a laser camera that shoots out a spectrum of laser light, which then bounces off objects, and then a tiny amount will return to the camera where it is reformulated. The system works best when there are more walls to bounce the laser particles off, so inside a building is better than in an open field. And it's still a long way away from creating high-resolution images. But if it could be developed, then the benefits for police. Firefighters and anti-terror experts could be really valuable. Many years ago, I remember not having a mobile phone, but these days I couldn't imagine not having one. And the advantages of always being in contact are great, but using a mobile phone when driving can be really dangerous. A huge proportion of accidents on the road are caused by drivers being distracted from driving whilst texting or talking. 
hands-free sets help for talking, but obviously not for SMS texting. Banning the use of mobiles in cars is very hard to enforce, and so the US government is actively looking into ways of blocking mobile phone signals inside cars on future models. The technology is close to making that possible, but will people be open to not being able to use their phone inside a car, even if they were a passenger? That's a bigger question, and in the United States in particular, will be subject to legal challenges. So, although the idea of a mobile phone blocking system being installed in every car is possible and appeals to many, actually making that happen is much harder. Repairing buildings that were put up decades ago is both difficult and expensive. However, researchers at the University of Newcastle in the UK have created a new kind of concrete glue that can patch up the cracks in concrete structures, restoring buildings that have been damaged by earthquakes or simply deteriorated over time. What makes this glue special, though, is that it is made from living bacteria. The specially developed microbes burrow deep into the cracks in concrete, where they produce a mix of calcium carbonate and a special glue that hardens to the same strength of the surrounding concrete. The bacteria then die, leaving the concrete repaired. It's still in the development stage, but if the living concrete glue works out, then it could save a lot of buildings and a lot of money. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the science blog for this week. Read it back again on the Team Time website, and I'll see you next week with more. Team Time presents podcast on demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Team Time podcast on demand.